this is Dr. J again. Uh, today's talk is about following a beneficial and healthy path. Today's meditation is an introduction to what is called walking meditation. I hope this topic and this meditation will help you all in these difficult times. Last time we talked about taking refuge before we meditate by starting with a goal. And today, we're talking about what path we take while on the way to any goal. If we were to decide on a path to any goal, we generally have several strategies that we can select. One way would be to get to the goal as quickly as possible. Another way might be to decide on a path that's more scenic. And another way might be to take the path that's the easiest. If your main objective is that you arrive at your goal, you might choose the one with which you're least likely to get lost. And alternately, some would say that it can be quite fun to get lost. At any rate, it's probably true that we, we take all of these approaches at different times in our lives. I think you can also see that it's to our benefit to make sure that the path we're on aligns with a very worthwhile and noble goal. In fact, there's good scientific evidence that if we make our path one of altruism, kindness, and compassion, there's not only great benefit for others, but we receive great benefits ourselves. Doing so also keeps us aligned with those higher goals. There was a great summary article that talked about the scientific evidence for this in the International Journal of Behavioral Medicine in 2005. It was titled, Altruism, Happiness, and Health. It's Good to be Good, by Stephen G. Pogut. I love this article. It basically presented a summary and an assessment of existing research data on altruism and its relation to mental and physical health. Altruistic emotions and behaviors are associated with greater well-being, health, and longevity. The essential conclusion of this article is that a strong correlation exists between the well-being, happiness, health, and longevity of people who are emotionally kind and compassionate in their charitable helping activity. I therefore propose to you that our paths are better for us when they include these five positive qualities that promote that altruistic path. Number one, renunciation. Number two, compassion. Number three, faith. Number four, loving kindness. Number five, wisdom. So what do I mean by these five qualities? These are five different categories of positive thinking. Back to number one, renunciation. This is the thought that I want to decrease my negative thinking. By this, me, I mean renouncing selfishness and negative thinking, such as anger and greed and pride and jealousy and ignorance. Number two, compassion. I want others to decrease their negative thinking 
and end all of their suffering. Number three, faith. What I mean by this is I can have faith that I can increase my positive thinking and happiness. What I mean by this is faith in myself that my own true nature is good. Number four, love. I want to increase others' positive thinking and increase their happiness. And finally, number five, wisdom. When we say wisdom, we mean something that's beyond just raw knowledge. This wisdom becomes manifest when we cultivate our minds through learning, contemplation, and meditation. In future podcasts, I'll talk about these individual topics in more detail. For now, let's just focus on doing a little bit of meditation on our paths. Speaking about walking on a path, today I want to teach you about walking meditation. Walking meditation is a practice that's been done for centuries all over the globe and in many spiritual traditions. In fact, there are architectural structures that are designed around walking meditation. These structures are called labyrinths. Labyrinths are geometrical patterns used for walking that are used as a tool to assist the consciousness. They've been in existence for thousands of years. We don't know where or when they were first originated. They've been used by different cultures and mystical and religious traditions worldwide. Some labyrinths are simple and some are more complex. A labyrinth is a type of maze that typically has only one way in and one way out. They have a continuous and winding path that typically leads to the center. You simply follow the path to the center of the labyrinth and then when you're done, retrace your way back out. For today's meditation, we'll pretend that you're in a labyrinth. Or maybe you are in a labyrinth when you listen to this, so if so, I congratulate you on your great fortune. No matter whether you're at your office, or your place of work, your home, or even your garden, I want you to pretend that it's your own personal labyrinth. There's no right or wrong way to do walking meditation. Now, remember, with the meditation on the breath, we had you pay attention to the way your breathing felt. If you became distracted, you brought your mind back to the breath. For today's walking meditation, I recommend that you focus mindfully on walking. With this meditation too, you'll be distracted and you'll need to bring your attention back to the sensations of walking. The point of this walking meditation is to help you focus your mind during an activity that's quite a bit more dynamic than just sitting on a meditation cushion. It's another way to get you to pay attention and to appreciate the present moment. To do this meditation, if you're in a group, one person should be chosen as the leader, the one who will be at the head of the procession. Before we start out, let me describe it for you first. For the sake of social distancing, we will all start out in one long line of about six feet apart or two meters from each other, 
and walk in a line with one person following the next. I'd recommend that you walk at a very slow pace. Imagine that it is the pace that you would use if you were walking on dry leaves and trying to sneak up on a wild deer. First, I want you or the leader of the group to map out a path mentally of where you will walk. You'll be walking for about eight to 10 minutes at this very slow pace. You walk in a winding pattern from one room to the next around objects such as poles that are needed, maintaining a spacing of six feet or two meters. Please pay attention to every step. Please pay attention to the swing of your arms. Pay attention to one foot lifting off the ground, swinging into position, the heel landing first, following by the rest of the foot gently landing on the ground. Feel your weight shift from one foot to the next and then feel the foot that is behind push off from the ground and swing forward again. If you become distracted, don't be upset. Just gently bring your mind back to the walking. I'll have the leader get everyone in line and distanced before we begin. Once everyone is in position, the leader will set a timer. And if you really are in a labyrinth-like structure, you'll traditionally end the walking meditation in the center or, or in the heart of the building, or in a particularly spiritually important place, or in a garden or a beautiful area. This represents a spiritual centering and coming home to a peaceful heart. I'll let you start this meditation in a minute, but I want to wrap things up for now. So this completes today's teaching. May all beings benefit and have true happiness. All suggestions are appreciated. Love and blessings to you all. Everybody ready to start? And begin. Begin.